Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for August the 4th, 2016. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. What a week it's been so far. Wall-to-wall rankings as we kicked things off on Monday with our preseason top 25 followed up by the other 25 which is uh, numbers 26 through 50 which we started doing last year and the rankings completely based this year on our proprietary algorithm it's the fourth straight year that high school football america has been using its algorithm to rank teams nationally regionally and locally and basically what that means for us is the computer has been doing all the work over these uh, last four years uh, no opinion involved uh, during the regular season that's been the case uh, since we started in 2013. However, the preseason poll during the last three years had some opinion in it, but we keep tweaking the algorithm, getting the computer ranking just a little bit better each and every year, and this year marks the first time that our algorithm is completely in charge of determining our mythical national champ from start to finish. Very, very proud of the work that we've done here to get this algorithm up there. Uh, everybody understands what it is. Everybody very proud of what we've been able to determine uh, through our computer rankings and who is the best and who isn't the best. Uh, three years straight, it was uh, Allen. They actually had the uh, 2000 mythical national championship shared with uh, John Curtis. That was the last time we used an opinion poll. And then starting in 13 and 14, Allen won the national championship out of Texas. Came close again last year. But in the end, in a very, very, very close race, uh, Colquitt County at uh, Moultrie, Georgia, uh, being crowned our national champ. So everyone, uh, if you haven't been to the website that's curious as to who's number one, well, hang on for two seconds. The Top 25 brought to you by Crossover Intelligence Coaches. If you're spending way too much time breaking down the game film, doing that nitty-gritty stuff, I'm not talking about actually understanding what your opponent's going to do or what your team did. I'm talking about tagging it running it back and forth who did the that's a you know that is 1972 heck it's actually 1911 in some or 2011 in some respect as a crossover has come up with a great program that cuts down and saves you time and money uh, Jason Strunk, who writes the turnaround. And by the way, the turnaround's back and being read a lot over the last uh, three to four days. Uh, Jason Strunk, the Lubbock High School head coach, uh, writing the turnaround. And last year he said, you know, he felt that by the end of the year, crossover saved him $10,000 and allowed him to go and do what he does best, along with his staff, which is coach. Get a free demo by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com. Click on the banner ad, and it will take you right to where you can get a demo. Crossover with a K. And since we're talking about our partners, before we get to the preseason top 25, let's bring in the good folks from Echo 1612. Hey, speaking of competitive edges, Echo 1612 gives you one. They're the creator of the instant replay sideline system for high school football. Make no mistake, anybody else following in their footsteps, mainly Huddle, uh, is doing that. They're following in Echo's footsteps. Coaches designing a program for coaches. Simple as that. Go to Echo 1612. You can get there by going to the uh, banner ad on our website at highschoolfootballamerica.com. Great people there in Oklahoma doing wonderful things 
for coaches. Also brought to you tonight by ScoreStream as we get ready to kick off high school football this Friday in Hawaii. ScoreStream will be there with all the scores live for you. And the best part is you can go to the game, your favorite game, and score along and let America know how your favorite team's doing. You can get the app in the uh, Google Play Store or iTunes. And uh, you can learn more by going to scorestream.com. They will have all of our scoreboards this year. Very, very excited by what ScoreStream does. Also brought to you by our partnership with USA Today High School Sports. Their Super 25 is coming out. Jim Halley is working on it. It'll be coming out later on this month. The Super 25. You'll only be able to find it at usatodayhss.com. And brought to you by the great folks at Southern Sport who bring you the debris inhibitor razor. Stop those pesky rubber pellets from field turf from getting into your shoes by using... The TDI Razor, the Debris Inhibitor Razor, up to 20 great colors. They've got new two-tones this year. You can get your logo right on the, the spat. And, you know, the other thing is it's it's a time saver. Just like Crossover is a time saver for you, so is um, is the TDI Razor. And why is that? Well, you know, coaches, your, your athletic trainers are there taking a lot of time. You know, the kids that just kind of spat for looks, it takes a lot of time. To, uh, to do that. So if they're just doing it, kind of, you know, looking for that good look, uh, the TDI Razor will at last all year. $19.99. You can get a discount on your order by going to TDI Razor with a U, TDI Razor, R-A-Z-U-R.com, and using the code for High School Football America, which is H-S-F-A. All right. Teased you long enough if you didn't look at the website. And, I, you know, we've had so many great uh, reads this week of our, our national rankings. I, I guess we probably have done it. But if you haven't, if you're just tuning in, you just wanted to wait until uh, the, the radio show hit the uh, the internet waves, which used to be the airwaves, uh, to find out. Let's dive right into it. At the top, St. John Bosco out of Bellflower, California. They are our preseason number one. Last year, climbing as high as number two. Uh, they got there and then lost to then-ranked number three, Corona Centennial from California in the CIF Southern Section Pac-5 Championship game. Uh, again, the Braves number one. They've got an ultra-tough Trinity League schedule. For those of you not familiar, the Trinity League, like the old Big North in New Jersey, which is now the uh, New Jersey Super Fo- Football Conference, uh, two of the best in the country. And there, there's some others catching up out there, like uh, in Indianapolis and uh, uh, the the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference. Some great pro uh, uh, conferences out there that have great programs from top to bottom. Uh, St. John Bosco in the Trinity League. They've got a tough schedule there, and their non-league schedule is really kind of what propels them to the fact where if they can run the table this year, I have no doubt that the computer rankings will uh, hold true and say that the Braves are the number one team at the beginning and at the end. Oh, by the way, coming up later on in the show, we're going to have the teams that are one, two, and three in the country. The head coaches. From each. Jason Negro from St. John Bosco is coming up on the show tonight. Number two is IMG Academy out of Bradenton, Florida. Kevin Wright will be on the show talking about a ton of talent there. He'll also address the questions about those around the country that aren't very happy with IMG and in the state of Texas where the Coaches Association said, we're not going to play. IMG Academy. And then speaking of Texas, number three and our third guest on the show will be the number three team in the country, Cedar Hill. Maybe the best team ever for uh, Joey McGuire there. The Longhorns are loaded. They're ranked number three and Joey McGuire will be on the show. What a great show tonight and uh, you know, just thanks to everyone that makes this show so popular and happy to promote as many uh, student-athletes, coaches, 
programs and communities as we can, as we've been doing here since uh, we began back on July 21st of 2011. Okay, so Jason Negro's team is at the top. They open um, in a nationally televised game on ESPN against St. Xavier from Cincinnati, Ohio. Always a great team. Steve Specht is one of the top coaches in the country there. Uh, the Braves will then play defending California Division III AA state champ La Mirada. They've got a lot of kids back. That'll be a great test. And then the third straight week, Bishop Gorman coming to California. Uh, Gorman ranked number five in our preseason poll and coming off back-to-back -back USA Today Super 25 Mythical National Championships. Can't wait to, to see that one. So uh, St. John Bosco, the preseason number one pick of uh, our computer rankings based on our algorithm. Number two, as I said, IMG Academy. Kevin Wright coming up in the middle of the show. Uh, another impressive national schedule. Two trips here to Southern California to play Powers Corona Centennial in the Honor Bowl and Mark Soto from the Honor Bowl, which is which is a great way to uh, support our veterans and see great high school football if you're in the Southern California area. Six big games this year. Twelve of the top teams uh, from throughout the country and California will be on hand. It all gets started on September 1st and runs through September 3rd. The IMG game against uh, Corona Centennial will highlight things at the back end of it on Saturday night. If you're not out here in Southern California to support the event, and you should, it's, it's a great cause, raising money for veterans, raising awareness of what our military does for our country. That's why it's called the Honor Bowl, and Mark Soto will be on the show next week. But if you can't make it out here, all of the games will be streamed. Uh, the big game, the Corona Centennial IMG game, will be streamed uh, on uh, the Fox Sports West uh, Prep Zone. Uh, website out here, and then uh, NFHS will also be streaming that. Of course, uh, that those games on NFHS do come at a, a price tag. You have to uh, subscribe to watch those games, but uh, it's going to be an incredible weekend, September 1st through the 3rd, uh, with Corona Centennial putting its... Uh, its uh, they're just outside. For once in a blue moon, Corona Centennial is just outside the top 25. They are uh, ranked, and look, you know what? I'm not going to tell you where they're ranked, because we're going to do that later in the show when we do the other 25, 26 through 50, but they're on the bubble. They're right outside the top 25, so IMG will get a good test. That will come right after they open the season, uh, the regular season, against number seven, Grayson, in Atlanta. So the Ascenders, while they have the ability to bring in people from around the country, players from around the country, uh, they have nine of the top 100 players, according to the latest 24-7 sports composite rankings. Uh, they're going to travel over 10,000 miles, and you're going to hear Kevin Wright, the head coach of IMG Academy, talk about that a little bit later on the show, but in the show. But uh, uh, seven different states IMG will play against this year, and uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, you can't talk about IMG without pointing out that there are many coaches around the country that believe the Ascenders shouldn't be in the national polls. We don't believe that uh, because, you know, it's just the way we go with it. Um, and you'll hear Kevin talk about why he believes they should be in the show. So they're number two to start the season with a very, very tough schedule. We mentioned Cedar Hill. Joey McGuire has one of the best uh, he's had in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex in a long time, maybe the best ever. Uh, 16 returning starters. They've won two state titles in the last three years. So you're going to hear Joey McGuire talk about uh, what the Longhorns have, especially for that big game coming up at the end of the month, 27th on ESPN, as uh, number five Bishop Gorman comes calling 
on the Longhorns and uh, everybody in the Texas uh, in the state of Texas they're pretty pumped up remember last year what happened when uh, Euless Trinity uh, knocked off then number one uh, De La Salle from California to start the season uh, Texas fans hoping that uh, that's what happens again this year uh, you know people in Texas love their high school football now um, St. John Bosco number one but uh, they're going to be challenged for their Southern California supremacy they've won four straight uh, Trinity League titles and they're going to be challenged by the number four team in the nation this year modern day out of Santa Ana legendary head coach Bruce Rollinson returning a ton of talent from a team that finished 10-3 and ranked number 37 by High School Football America last season. Started a ton of sophomores in 2015 and a freshman quarterback named JT Daniels who broke all of Matt Barkley's modern day freshman records before going on to USC. Uh, wow. The, the, the Monarchs are going to be good this year. They were good last year. Got a chance to see those two square off. Uh, Bosco beat him last year 42-21 but the game was kind of out of reach uh, very early on. Uh, this year circles October 21st on your calendar. That's when Bosco and modern day square off at Cerritos College. That one not only could be for the Trinity League Championship, but possibly uh, the National Championship as that one comes late in the year before the playoffs start. We've mentioned Bishop Gorman a couple of times uh, so far, and why not? The Gales, top-notch program. Uh, Kenny Sanchez, a, a, a great leader, uh, taken over for his uh, brother who went on to UNLV, uh, bringing a 39-game win streak into the season, uh, having won seven straight Nevada State championships. They're led by quarterback Tate Martell, who's given his verbal commitment to Ohio State. Gorman is loaded with the talent to challenge its national schedule that includes number two, Bosco, number three, Cedar Hill, and number seven, St. Thomas Aquinas out of Florida. The problem that Gorman has in our algorithm, and it's done a fantastic job over the years uh, taking on and beating its out-of-state opponents, uh, but the Nevada portion of the Gale schedule has just hurt them in the algorithm. Uh, we use about a dozen different criteria to determine the rankings, and the Nevada competition is fairly weak, which brings down the team's overall strength of schedule. Uh, again, USA Today crowned the mythical national champs over the last two years. They finished last year number four in our rankings and number three in 2014. Uh, back in 2013 with a couple of losses, they finished number 25 in our national rankings. So let's uh, dive into it. We've gone through the top five. Uh, we mentioned uh, the Gales are at number five. So again, if you're just tuning in, it's St. John Bosco from California at one, IMG Academy from uh, Florida, number two. Cedar Hill from Texas, number three. All three of the head coaches coming up on this show. You don't want to miss it. Uh, number four, Modern Day out of uh, Southern California. Number five, Bishop Gorman. Number six, defending champs in Texas, the Katy Tigers. They uh, finished number three last year a couple of places, named them uh, mythical national champs, Max Preps, and I believe uh, nationalhsfootball.com did as well. Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas from Fort Lauderdale finished number 12 last year. They begin the season ranked number 7. Number 8, we mentioned uh, the Grayson Rams from Loganville, Georgia, taking on IMG early on. Number 2 versus number 8. Last year, Grayson was not ranked, although they had a great season and got to the, uh, the state semis there in, uh, in the state of Georgia in the biggest classification. We had Scott Lenoff, uh, the head coach at Cibolo Steel in Texas, on the show several weeks ago. Number 9, their preseason ranking. Last year, they finished number 31 and rounding out the top 10 one of two teams from Maryland DeMatha the Stags from 
Hyattsville, Maryland, a final ranking number 13 last year. They begin the season three-time uh, Washington Catholic Athletic Conference champs. They were 11-1 last year. Uh, number 11, as we go uh, right through the top 25, Pittsburgh Central Catholic, the Vikings, the defending uh, 4A champs in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania goes from four classifications to six this year. Uh, the Vikings will be in 6A. They finished number 24 at the end of the uh, 2015 season. Miami Central, they could have been a lot higher, holding them back uh, and checking in at 12, but holding them back from maybe being a little higher was that the four-time defending champs, state champs, only have eight regular season games this year. Uh, they finished number 22 in the nation last year. Number 13, we heard from him last week, him being the head coach of St. Joseph Regional, the Green Knights, Augie Hoffman. They finished the season last year, number 35. Lots of talent back, as you heard on the show last week, which you can hear if you missed it by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com and going to our archives there in the audio tab. And uh, this year, St. Joseph Regional from Montvale, ranked number 13. Number 14, the Allen Eagles. Yeah, they, uh, they've got a big one opening up against Hoover out of Alabama. And they, uh, they're one of those teams that each and every year is going to be somewhere probably Probably in the top 25. They got some good talent coming back. 14-1 uh, and one last year. Uh, final ranking of number 9. Allen checks in at number 14. Number 15 from the state of Georgia. Roswell, the Hornets. Had a chance to check out their stadium when I was there uh, Back in um, back in May, got a couple of pictures, put them up in the uh, the uh, stadium project, the photos that we do there at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. They finished number 40 in the nation last year, losing to uh, Colquitt County, the eventual national champs. Uh, Roswell, number 15 in the preseason. Second team from New Jersey in the top 25, Don Bosco Prep, the Ironman. Greg Toll, the head coach there, legendary coach. One win away from uh, the 300 win mark for his career. 9-3 and three last year, a final ranking of Number 20, Ironman, uh, always uh, playing that tough schedule, and they come in at number 16. Uh, number 17, the team that knocked off Allen, snapping their long win streak last year in the state semis before losing in the uh, Class 6A Division I Texas Championship game, Westlake. They were 12-2, and two. final ranking last year was number 30. Mallard Creek, they have been the, the best big school in North Carolina for the last five or six years. Uh, 2015, another state title, final ranking of number 26. They begin the season at number 18. Number 19, just south of North Carolina, the team from Rock Hill, South Carolina, is uh, the Northwestern Trojans, 14-1 defending state champs, final ranking of number 50 last year. Number 20, the first team from the state of Ohio, uh, Colerain, the Cardinals, a lot of talent back on defense. They're out of Cincinnati. 12-2, final ranking last year was number 18. Look for a lot of things out of the cards this year. Number 21, Lake Travis. They lost to uh, Katie in the state championship game in uh, 6A Division II last year. Lake Travis out of Austin. A ton of talent back. 15-1 last year. Final ranking of 29. They are 21 to start the season. Last year, Center Grove won the 6A state championship in Indiana. Finished number 10 overall in the national rankings. The Trojans come in at number 22 in the High School Football America preseason top 25 presented by Crossover Intelligence. Number 23, the second team from Maryland. Good counsel. The Falcons 7-4. Lots of talent we heard from Bob Malloy who's going for win number 400 in his first game. They've got uh, the first six games on the road, but good counsel. Expect them to challenge DeMatha, their final regular season game 
for the uh, the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference Championship. Number 24 out of Alabama, Mobile, McGill Tulin. We had Caleb Ross on the show a couple of weeks ago, the defending champs there in 7A, 13-1. Not ranked last year, but get a uh, 24 ranking coming into the uh, 2016 season and rounding out the top 25, a team that ended up number 49 last year overall. They've strengthened their schedule this year. Trinity Christian Academy, the Conquerors, they were a perfect 14-0. They've won several state championships back-to-back-to-back uh, -back 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 there, and the Conquerors are ranked number 25 in the uh, preseason ranking. So um, we're going to do the, the other 25, 26 through 50, on the back end of the show. We've also been releasing our regional rankings as well. We'll be doing our Southern California Top 25 and California 25 uh, today and tomorrow. Lots going on, lots of stuff going up on the website. I mentioned Strunky's back. Uh, we've got our, our Southern California schedules going up throughout the month. It is an exciting time of year and yes they play for real starting tomorrow in Hawaii Alaska next week uh, we're underway the 2016 high school football season is underway and couldn't be more excited to be in the middle of it uh, than we are here at highschoolfootballamerica.com okay once again we have three great guests on the show tonight the top three teams in the country the head coaches of those three teams when we come back our first guest Jason Negro we've tapped him number one according to the algorithm St. John Bosco, a great schedule and a chance at a national championship. We'll talk with Jason Negro, the coach there that's turned this program into a national powerhouse. When we come back, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, 
and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USAtodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. USA Today High School Sports and High School Football America teaming up once again this year for great national and local coverage from Southern California. Check them out at usatodayhss.com. Well, as we said at the top of the show, the national rankings came out on Monday. The algorithm, the computer rankings, whatever you want to call it, Checked in, and St. John Bosco from Bellflower, California, here in Southern California, ended up on top in the preseason top 25. The job before uh, Jason Negro, the head coach there, and his team is to see if they can do what they've done over the last several years, which is hang on to that high ranking deep into the month of December. And Coach Negro is on the line right now to talk about another good year, hopefully, for the Braves. Welcome to the show, Coach. Hey, thanks a lot, Jeff. I really appreciate you having me on again. 
And uh, we appreciate you, too, and everything that you've uh, done since we've moved out here to Southern California. Appreciate your friendship. Uh, exciting times right now as uh, the national rankings coming out. We have you on top. When I talked to you the other day, uh, we mentioned that others are going to have you in that mix there. And you said, well, Jeff, this is what we're in it for. We're, we're expecting to be in the, in the national conversation every year. But tell us what it means to you to start the year number one in our poll. Well, I think that's something that we kind of strive for each and every year is we want to be a part of the national scene in, in high school football, and I think we've done a pretty good job of that over the last you know, five or six years now since we, we arrived. And uh, it's something that our kids really look forward to, and it's something that they want to be a part of. So if we can continue to be successful and continue to win a lot of games against really good programs, I think we're going to continue to stay relevant. And uh, consistency is a big thing, and for us to be in this type of position like I said, over the last five or six years, it just says a lot about the consistency of our program and something I'm really proud of. Talking St. John Bosco football from California on the show tonight at the top as they are the top team in the High School Football America preseason top 50 that was released earlier this week. Jason Negro, the head coach, on the line. Hey, Coach, we've had you on the show several times before. One of the things we haven't addressed is the importance of your staff and the administration in the building of this program to the national prominent level that you've gotten to. Uh, how important is your staff in everything that goes on year in and year out at St. John Bosco? Well, you know, I talked about consistency, and I think it starts with the coaching staff. I've had, you know, some of the guys that have been with me were at the last school that I was at for seven years and now seven years here at Moscow. So 14 years with the core group of guys that I've had, my offensive coordinator, Chad Johnson, my offensive line coach, Jim Adams, um, have just really been the two core guys for my program. They also do the strength and conditioning. So if you're going to be consistently good for a long period of time, you need to have good quality assistance. My defense coordinator, Chris King, has been with me now for seven years here at Bosco. So very, very little turnover in our program, and I think that's where you have to start. You know, you're going to have constantly have turnover of kids, and you're going to have kids coming in and kids going out. But if you can have a consistent program and you have a staff that you can really trust, I think that's where you're going to have a high level of success. So I've been very, very fortunate to have the, the guys that I've had with me, and they understand what we're trying to accomplish. We're all on the same page. And we just keep rolling it out each and every year. And that's something that's uh, very important. And then, like you said, administration's critical as well. My athletic director, principal, all the way up to the president are all supportive of having a high-functioning, you know, high-visible football program. And as long as they continue to share those same visions and the same goals that we have here in my office, uh, I think we could be good for a long period of time. Talking St. John Bosco football from California on the show right now with head coach Jason Negro, uh, number two in the land, IMG. Kevin Wright coming up in just a little bit. And also on the back end of the show, the number three team in the land, Cedar Hill out of Texas. Uh, Joey McGuire will join us here on High School Football America. Uh, coach, um, consistency, you, you, you mentioned it. And uh, one of the things you really haven't had consistent over the last couple of years is you have Josh Rosen, who, of course, now is doing wonderful things at UCLA. You had him there for three years. And then... Quentin Davis sat behind him, had an incredible year last year, maybe a better senior season than Josh had, but you only had Quentin for one year, and now over the second straight year, you got to find a quarterback, a guy, though, that I think we got a little sneak peek of last year in the southern section, uh, CIF Pac-5 
championship game, Real Mitchell against Corona Centennial after uh, Quentin Davis went down with a shoulder injury. Mitchell came in and really dazzled us all, including the big crowd at uh, Angel Stadium. Only a sophomore at that point. He's a junior now. I know you've got a quarterback competition going on, even though Real was the backup last year. Tell us a little bit about what is happening in camp when it comes to the QB position. You know, we expect you know big things out of that position as a whole, whether it's Real Mitchell or any of the other couple of kids that are competing for the job. Uh, we have a junior, Julian Boyd, who's also uh, competing, and as well a sophomore, Joey Yellen. So we have three kids currently right now in camp that are competing. Uh, I think you would have to give you know kind of the. the you know, the, the short lead, I, if you're going to say, to Real because of what he was able to do last year as our backup mm-hmm. and coming in in the finals against Centennial in, in tough situation and being able to perform the way that he did and putting up 42 points in the finals, pretty impressive. You know, so you got to give the nod to him a little bit, I think, right now. But there's a lot of competition still to go. You know, in camp, we got three and a half weeks still left before we're going to make a decision in Cincinnati who's going to open the game for us. But right now, uh, he's been doing a great job. We're really uh, impressed with the way that he's been able to lead our offense, and that's what they're going to have to do. And we expect a lot out of our quarterback position. We expect them to know a lot going into game days, and I think all three kids are more than capable of helping us win a lot of games this year. We're going to get to some other kids uh, in a second here, but one of the things I, w- I was going to bring up is the fact that you know last year, and I, I don't remember what the final stats were, you guys were averaging over 60 points at, at one point mm-hmm. in time, and a lot of blowout sure. victories and all that. That meant a lot of kids got to play. How much does that help you going into camp and what you've been doing over the summer? Uh, it gives us a lot of advantages in terms of getting guys ready for the next year. We were able to play a bunch of kids early in every single game last year. I think uh, there was only one game other than the finals against Centennial. In the other 13 games, there was only one game that we had our starters in into the fourth quarter. So, you know, having us uh, being able to get leads and allowing kids to come in worked in, in our favor in a couple of different ways. You know, one way it was – allowed us to rest some guys during the season and, and play them deeper into the playoffs since our, our league season and our playoff season is so grueling. But then it also allowed us to get a bunch of young kids some experience, and that's what we have had this year. So the outgoing starters that we had from the 2015 team, you know, here in 16, we're, we're playing guys that played half of varsity football games. They just weren't necessarily starters. So it's been a big advantage for us, and we're going to hopefully continue that train if we can. Uh, but it's a difficult schedule that we have ahead of us. So whenever we have the opportunity to play guys in games, we're going to certainly do that. We're going to get that schedule in a second for St. John Bosco. Number one in the preseason in High School Football America's Top 25, head coach Jason Negro on the line. And uh, uh, one big loss uh, in many ways, aside from the yardage, uh, leadership-wise, Sean McGrew on to uh, Washington now. You're, uh, he was our uh, last year uh, National Player of the Year along with the NC and, uh, NHSCA. He's gone, but uh, uh, Terrence Beasley got a lot of carries last year. I know he's back, so tell us a little bit about the running game. You know, the running game is going to be a little bit different this year. I mean, I know, you know, last three years we've had Sean McGrew, who's been, was a, you know, incredible player for us and is at the University of Washington, like you mentioned. And, you know, Sean was kind of a workhorse for us. But Terrence Beasley last year got a lot of reps as long, along with Demetrius Flowers. And we have a sophomore coming up, George Halani, who I believe are going to be able to share, you know, the bulk of the carries this year. And we're going to be a little different because, you know, if, if Real is the guy at quarterback, you know, we're going to see a lot more run uh, out of that quarterback position. Julian Boyd as well can run the ball extremely well. Um, and Joy has some athletic ability, you know, as well. So that position's going to get, 
you know, a lot more uh, looks in terms of the run game for us. It's not going to be just the running back. I mean, Real runs a 10-400 meters, and so he can certainly move a little bit. And so I'm really excited to see, you know, how the run game is going to develop and, and what we're going to do from a coordinating standpoint to uh, put the ball in the quarterback's hands a little bit more this year and let them run. Last year you had uh, maybe the biggest line in the country. Uh, you you mm-hmm. got a stud back. Uh, Wyatt Davis is back this year. Yeah. He's committed to Ohio State. But uh, tell us about what you've had to do to rebuild the uh, offensive front for 2016. Well, we have three returning starters from last year. Wyatt Davis is our left tackle and our left guard, Ben Holmes. Uh, those two both um, are back for us. And our right guard, Tavita Moe, we're actually moving to center. So we have three of the five guys are back. And uh, we had a kid coming back from injury that would have started for us, uh, Kevin Koblenz. So he'll play our right tackle. So we're, I think we're in pretty good shape on the offensive line. We're still trying to find that fifth position uh, to kind of get us settled for the entire year. But as long as we can stay healthy and those guys can keep doing what they're doing, uh, I think we're going to be super successful up front. We might even be better than what we had back in 2013, which was probably the best line that we had had uh, since being here at Bosco. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, that's a good thing. <laughs> Bad thing it for the good. opponent. Whenever you're good up front, you know you have a chance. <laughs> that's for sure. Jason Negro on the line tonight. Uh, St. John Bosco, number one in the poll in High School Football America's Top 25. Uh, flip it over, though. you gotta you got to get some defense in there and I know you've got some returners back there tell us about some of the leaders you're expecting big things out of this year well we return four defensive line starters from a year ago which is going to be really helpful because those guys are all real quality football players um you know I think they had a lot of experience we we kind of go back and forth between a three and a four-man front and those guys have a lot of versatility and play inside and outside so I'm really looking for the strength of our defense to come from the defensive line and then we return two of our three linebackers in, in that that position so we're excited about that the big area is going to be our secondary we return um, you know a couple kids that played a little bit of time last year but for the most part we're going to be a young secondary with uh, guys that are going to have to step up big and replace four guys that were, you know, really instrumental to our success defensively last year. And three of the four guys went Division One schools. Uh, one went to Notre Dame, one went to Cal, and the other one went to Hawaii. So we have to replace those guys. But, you know, having six of the 11 guys back on defense, I think that we could be a little bit more athletic defense this year, maybe a little faster. Um, I don't know. Um, we'll have to see if we're as physical as the group was last year. But I'm excited about this group, and I think they have a lot to prove. And you're testing uh, yourselves with a, a good non-league schedule. We all know the Trinity League, which you've won four straight years, by the way, listeners out there, is always tough. But uh, you open on the road in Ohio against a very good St. Xavier team. St. X is well coached. Uh, and, and then you've got uh, you've got La Mirada, which won a state championship here in, in California last year. Uh, I can go on and on. And then you've got yeah. that big one with uh, Bishop Gorman, number five in her yep. poll. So t- tell us a little bit about how you're going to kind of keep this team focused on that coach speak, uh, you know, one day, one week at a time. Yeah, that's exactly, you know, you've had me on before, and I always talk and give the same cliches, but it it certainly is a a week-to-week thing for us, and we just try to focus on the opponent that we have in front of us and try to do a good job of preparing our kids for no matter who we play, no matter what the level of the team that we're playing is, Uh, because we know that on any given Friday night, unless you bring your A game, you have an opportunity to lose especially when you're dealing with high school individuals. You know, these kids sometimes <laughs> just don't understand the fact that you do got to put in work uh, the entire week and the entire off season to get to where you want to be. So our kids have done a pretty good job. It's, it's become habit around here. We try to create a culture.
sure to where they understand how hard they're going to have to work uh, through every month of the year to get us ready for the season. And then once we get into the season, it is a week-to-week deal. And we do open up in Cincinnati. That's going to be a tough test for us. St. Xavier is a really good football team, and their coach is one of the best uh, in the business at the high school level. So that's going to be tough. they got a quarterback that's going to Penn State, was part of the Elite 11. So we got a, we got our challenges ahead of us. La Mirada certainly good. Bishop Gorman obviously could could be the top team in the country and, and is in many pools. So Kenny Sanchez does a tremendous job there, and we're really excited about having the opportunity to play against them and, and Tate Martell and some of the talented guys that they have there. And then we got Crespi and St. Mary's from up north in the northern section here in California. So it certainly is a quality schedule. Uh, we try to prepare our kids the best that we can to get them ready for league because our league is grueling. And then we get into the Pac-5 playoffs, which now is going to be Division One. it looks like, um, if they change the divisions around here in California. But we're really excited about the opportunity. And, and again, having the chance to play really good teams across the country is something that we want to continue to do year in and year out. Talking to... Uh... Jason Negro tonight, St. John Bosco, the head coach there, has turned the program into one of the best in the nation, number one in the preseason in High School Football America's Top 25. And we'll leave with this question, Coach, which is uh, like you like that those cliches you throw out there, they are true. Yeah. What do you want yeah. to see happen over the next two weeks, three weeks in camp to let you know that this team is ready to live up to the hype that it's getting around the nation in various polls? Well, I think we need to stay extremely humble, and we need to make sure that we understand that you know preseason polls are great, and everybody gets excited about them, but they're only as good as your last game, and you know, or your next game, so to speak. So we have to control what we can control, and that's what we do out on the field. And we can't worry about where we're ranked or where we're going to be ranked in the future. All the the only thing we really can control is you know, how we approach each opponent and how we play each and every week. And if we take care of business and do what we need to do, I think we're going to be okay. And, you know, last year I think we were ranked for the most part of the season number one in the country in your poll, and we got all the way to the finals, and we played Corona Centennial, who was ranked number two, and, you know, they knocked us off. And I think back in 2014 we were ranked number one in the country, and Gorman was ranked number two in the country, and they knocked us off. So, you know, it seems like we got to do a better job of finishing because we've certainly been in this position before back in 13, 14, 15, and now here again in 16 where we've been ranked number one in the country. But 13 is the only year that we were able to finish that thing off with a perfect record. So we've got a lot of work to do ahead of us, and I think our kids are hungry. Uh, They certainly don't like uh, the taste in their mouths losing to, um, you know, Corona Centennial the last couple of years in the CIF Finals, which is no short accomplishment because those guys are a tremendous team, and, and, and Coach Logan is has built one and obviously himself a national contender each and every year. So it's not like we're losing to, to teams that aren't really good. We've lost to Bishop Gorman and Centennial over the last four years. Those are only four losses. So, you know, hopefully we can uh, finish this year and, and we can kind of avenge, you know, that loss against Gorman a couple of years ago, third week of the season, and then continue to move forward. But, again, we need a lot of leadership and we need kids to step up. And uh, I think I have a pretty good group and hopefully they can do that. Well, Coach, congratulations on all the past success and uh, best of luck in 2016. Always fun to have you here on the show, uh, spreading the, uh, as you always say, go Braves. And uh, 2016 could be a big year for the, uh, for the Braves. So uh, have a great one. All right, Jeff, I look forward to seeing you down in the future, and uh, hopefully we'll um, be able to finish this year. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Take care. 
Again, that's Jason Negro, head coach of St. John Bosco. For all of you wondering, when is the showdown between Modern Day and St. John Bosco? One versus four, at least in the preseason poll. As I said at the top of the show, October 21st. Going to have a lot of uh, times we'll be out watching uh, the Braves this year and uh, shooting video and highlights that you can see of this team on HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Taking a break, we continue to roll through the top 25. Jason Negro, the number one team, head coach of the number one team in the country, just joined us. Next up, the head coach of the number two team in the preseason top 25, Kevin Wright of IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. Kevin Wright, when we come back, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. 
If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out usatodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Once again this year, USA Today High School Sports and High School Football America teaming up to bring you great national coverage and coverage from Southern California. Check them out at usatodayhss.com. Well, as we said at the top of the show, we continue going here. We're doing the top three coaches in the country uh, per our 2016 preseason rankings. We just talked with Jason Negro at St. John Bosco in Southern California, the number one team. Number three coming up, Joey McGuire, Cedar Hill out in Texas. But now we go to Florida. Yeah, the big three states, number one, two, and three at the start of the year. Kevin Wright going into year number two at IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. Lots of talent once again this year. And uh, uh, he's now got it down pat as we go into year two he had a great career uh, at Carmel and in Indiana some other stops along the way dad's a legendary coach in the state of Indiana that we'll talk about uh, at the end of this but uh, let's talk about the ascenders and bring coach right in to talk about them welcome to the show coach thanks Jeff I appreciate you having me on Good to have you on here, and uh, like I said, year number two, a little different. You got it down pat. Uh, IMG, not your typical <laughs> football program there. So what's a, what's a little bit easier for you this year? What did you learn last year that makes 2016 going in and camp a little bit easier? Well, I think it's like any time you take over a, a new program, you know, it takes about a year just to get to know the, the lay of the land and, and get to know the kids. And uh, so – you know, the, the culture, I think, that, that we wanted to create, um, the relationships that, you know, we wanted to have evolve, you know, all those things feed into, you know, the sport of football. So, you know, I think that, uh, you know, year two has been easier. It normally is, you know, when, when, you, uh, when you take a new job and, you know, we're just excited to get started and, um, you know, see all the, the hard work that, you know, we put in the offseason, um, 
you know, pay off because it's been a, a really good offseason for us. And we're going to talk about some great talent. I think last count here uh, this morning, I saw nine players in the 24-7 sports composite rankings in the top 100, which is great. Uh, before we get to that, one other question, which is, you know, uh, because IMG is so different, how, how did um, uh, the expectations match the reality of last year? I mean, uh, certainly you came just from a public school, a very good one in Indiana. But uh, what, what were the yeah. biggest things that you found last year where you're like, oh, I didn't expect that or, oh, okay, that's the way I thought it would be? Um, you know, I don't know that there was a, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of things that, that uh, you know, I didn't expect. I know that uh, anytime you, you go into a new job, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's probably more uh, things that you're going to have to deal with than, than you realize. That, uh, but, you know, I, you know, the, the big thing for us, um, you know, that, that uh, is really different is you just being a boarding school and, and having kids from, you know, all over the world. You know, we have kids from 27 different states, eight different countries. Um, you know, it's uh, it's really a cool opportunity, you know, for our kids, you know, to get to know, you know, each other and uh, and get to appreciate people, you know, from all over. So, you know, I don't know if I, you know, if there's anything that really unexpected, um, because at the end of the day, you know, you know, we're, you know, we're doing the best we can with our student athletes. And, you know, I think if there there was one thing, that, you know, I learned probably more from just having a daughter who's an eighth grader here who plays basketball. It's just, you know, the, the regiment that the kids at IMG go through. And, you know, by that, I mean, our, you know, our kids, you know, we have a, a true college preparatory academic schedule. You know, we really don't have electives. You know, they're, they're taking a, a full load. You know, they're, they're in an athletic performance and development class. They go, we do film study. You know, we're practicing, we're lifting. I mean, they're basically – you know, on a schedule where they're getting up at six, you know, six o'clock in the morning. And then, you know, by the time study table's over at nine, you know, you got about an hour and a half to unwind and, and get some sleep and then start the day over. So if I learned anything that, I, you know, that was maybe a little different, it's just, you know, how committed these kids are as a whole, how intrinsically motivated they are as a whole, because you don't, you don't last IMG unless you are that way. Sure. Talking to Kevin Wright tonight, head coach at IMG Academy in Florida, number two in the High School Football America preseason rankings. And let's uh, dive into the talent. Like I said a few seconds ago, uh, nine guys in the 24-7 sports composite top 100. Uh, and I guess let's go to the defensive side of the ball. You got the number two recruit in the country, Dylan Moses, an outside linebacker. Pretty darn good one, I would say, uh, from what I've seen on tape. You tell me about him. Watch him in person. How good is Dylan? Well, I think I think Dylan, um, you know, is he's very good. I mean, he's you know uh, one of the top athletes you know, probably had ever had the opportunity you know to be around, and you know he, he's one of those guys that you know I think before he got here, you know, he was playing multiple positions and never really left the field. You know, so you know one of the things that I've seen with with Dylan and his development is just the fact he's got to play you know linebacker and exclusively focus on that you know, learn to read keys, you know, learn, to learn the skill, you know, learn, learn his craft. And, uh, you know, there's no doubt his physical potential is off the charts and, you know, the type of kid he is, you know, he's a very humble, you know, yes, sir, no, sir. You know, he's a very focused kid. So, you know, you see the physical talent when you watch tape, but, you know, unless you get to know him, you don't really get to appreciate the type of kid he is and, and how hard he works and, and really, you know, how he approaches each day. But high school football in general is about change, right? You're going to have kids for a couple of years and all that. Um, Mo, uh, Dylan comes in, transfers in and all that. You're going to have that constantly there. How do you adjust 
make the kids get the kids to adjust to it and and get as a cohesive unit because again it may be even a little bit more uh, a little bit larger than a regular public school program or a private school program yeah I mean you know this is you know this is year four you know of us having uh, an academy a high school program you know so I mean it's really hard you know, for most people to believe that we've only had three years of football, you know, and, and we've done player development here before, you know, um, but the reality is the program is really in its infancy. So, you know, I think that, you know, when you have a situation where you're a boarding school and, and really if you're a private school and you know, you're, you're, you're drawing kids in our case from all over the world, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, to create a culture with the guys that are already here so that when the guys that come in, they just, you know, no matter who they are, you know, they, they understand that right off the bat and, you know, they understand the expectations and, and, you know, they, you know, they carry those forward. So, you know, it's a situation where, you know, our kids, you know, they, they really get to know each other a lot quicker than, uh, and we talked about this, you know, when they first came in, you know, you're going to know each other a lot quicker than you would in a, in a normal setting because you're going to be forced to, you know, you live together, you're going to have to figure out how to get your clothes washed together, you're going to eat together, you know, you're, you're going to hang out together. And, um, you know, just by that, you know, you're going to become closer and forge those friendships. And, you know, so when you get on the field, you know, that's really just a natural byproduct, you know, the relationships and the chemistry that those guys have uh, of what they have to go through off the field and the personal growth, you know, of being away from home, you know, and, and having to live, you know, really, you know, uh, like a young, like a young man would. So, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's really not as tough as, as you would think. I think, you know, going into, especially, you know, for us, you know, our second year as a staff, um, because, you know, the, the kids who have been here, they understand the expectations, they understand what it's all about. And the other guys have just done a great job of buying in and, uh, and working very hard. Number two in the country in our preseason, top 25, uh, Kevin Wright from IMG Academy on the line. Uh, so let's talk about this as I look down the list of, of players that you have. That defense looks pretty rock solid, but you know it better than I. I don't go, need to go through the names. Why don't you give the, the listeners out there a little snapshot of what this defense is and, and how good these kids are individually? Well, I mean, you know, I, I'll say this, you know, um, you know the, the, the stars and, and the rankings, I really couldn't tell you who's ranked what. And I, and like I tell, we, you know, we tell our kids when you walk through the doors, IMG, when you walk through our football room, you know, none of that matters, mm-hmm. you know, and really your individual talent gets overshadowed if you don't, you're not able to perform as a team. And, um, you know, and that's what football is. It's a team game, you know, and, and that being said, you know, we do have some guys that are very physically talented, you know, it's just a matter of them refining and being disciplined enough to, to, to learn their craft and play together you know, which ultimately would determine our success. But, you know, I, I think if you just look at our team and, and kids that we have coming back, you know, you start with Josh Kandow, um, you know, a defensive end. You know, Josh is, you know, one of the top defensive ends in the country. You know, I mean, he's he's another one of those kids that physically is, you know, very freakish. I mean, he's over 6'6", six, six, he's 250, he runs like a deer. You know, he's one of those guys that, you know, he's tough to block off the edge and, and you know, he, he, he makes a lot of plays. And, you um, you know, on the other side of the ball, defensive end, you know, Robert Beal, um, you know, who's a Georgia commit, very similar to, to Josh, high motor guy, you know, very physical, very fast, very athletic. You know, those two guys on the edge, you know, uh, you know, make things difficult. But, you know, I think in the middle when you talk about, you know, defenses, you always got to have a guy that has the ability to disrupt. 
and we've got a junior named um, Teron Vincent um, who uh, plays defensive tackle that, that's come in, and you know he, he's he's a very very athletic kid. You know, for a you know six three, you know two ninety pound kid, uh, you know that you know he, he's going to force double teams. I, I think he's tough to block, you know, solo, and so I think that that helps us as a whole because if they've got to you know if you got to take two on on uh, Teron, then you know, that, that forces one on one matchups on the edge. But, um, you know, those guys up front, you know, I, I think uh, where it kind of starts. And then, you know, when you go to, you know, our linebacking core, you know, you mentioned Dylan. We have a kid, uh, Jordan Anthony, who actually started at running back for us last year, who, you know, we moved over to linebacker, I think is, you know, is going to be really good. And then we have our first, uh, this is the fourth year of football, and our first four years, you know, varsity player, uh, Christian Platino, uh, is our other inside linebacker. And, and Christian is, you know, one of those kids that, you know, he's got BCS offers, but he's also a 4.0 kid who, you know, could very well end up at the Ivy League or at one of the academies. So um, those guys inside are solid. Um, you know, Santino Markyall is, is kind of that hybrid nickel guy for us who's a linebacker slash safety type uh, who spins right. down. Um, you know, he's a senior. Uh, Mike Jones um, is a junior, you know, a very similar. You know, both those two guys I think are, are outstanding you know, at that position in our four-two-five defense, um, and then you know you look at the, the secondary, and you know the secondary, you know we we have uh, uh, Isaiah Pryor, um, who's Ohio State commit uh, as one safety, uh, Grant Delpit, um, who's an LSU commit at the other safety. They're both tall, long kids that uh, you know I think that you know can you know come up and make plays versus a run, and also cover versus a pass and. You know, so then, you know, then you go to the corners and, you know, we have, you know, really, you know, I think two really good corners and, and two guys behind them that are also really good. So there's four guys really competing to get on the field with Marcus Williamson, um, Elvis Hines. Uh, Elvis started for us last year. And then you've got uh, both those guys are seniors. And then you've got two juniors, Houston Griffith, um, who's dad Howard, you know, played at the University of Illinois and uh, played on a couple of Super Bowl teams. Um, who's a junior um, at, at behind him or, or competing with him. And um, and then at the other corner, you know, we, we've got actually a, a move in Andre Cisco from um, up in New York, who's another big, long six one, you know, 190 uh, pound corner. So, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's some guys there that can play and, you know, we plan on playing, you know, you know, 15 to 22 guys per game. We want to be fresh on defense and we think if we're fresh on defense and, keep those guys healthy they've got a chance to be a, a special unit and you'll need it with the schedule and the travel you have and we'll get to that in a couple of seconds here we're talking img football uh on the show tonight number two in the nation uh, behind st john bosco out of california and uh, img will be making two trips to southern california this year let's flip it over to the offensive side of things uh, I, I know you got an elite 11 quarterback there and transfer in and uh kellen Mond. so uh, let's uh, let's go through the the offense there just like you did to the defense and give them a little bit of a snapshot yeah, you know, it's, it's, Kellen is, uh, you know, Kellen's an elite 11 quarterback committed to, to Texas A&M. And, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, one of our strengths on offense is we've got, you know, really two guys behind him. You know, one's a junior, uh, Zach Anistead uh, from Minnesota, uh, big, strong, 6'3", 200-pound uh, quarterback. And then Bryson Lucero from Colorado, who's 6'2", 215, who's a sophomore. So, you know, we've got really good depth at that, you know, very key position, you know, behind Kellen, 
Um, you know, and, and I, I think that, you know, running back, you know, is, is a spot where we're young, but I think we're, we're talented. Um, you know, we have a, a junior from Alabama, Asa Martin, um, and uh, Jamal uh, Courier Elliott from North Carolina, uh, who, who I think, uh, you know, both have the potential to be very good. They you know, run the ball well. They, they have good hands coming out of the backfield. Um, and then there's a sophomore kid, Trey Sanders, uh, who's one of the top running backs in, in, in that class. Um, you know, I think also provides depth there. And, you know, between those three guys, they're all young, but they're, they're, they're talented. I think that they'll, they'll grow into the system. Um, very blessed at tight end. I mean, we've got three kids that, you know, are all going to be seniors. Uh, you know, two of them, you know, played for us quite a bit and, and we'll actually cross train them and they'll play a little bit on the defensive side as well. But Trey McKitty, who's committed to Colorado, um, or excuse me, he's committed to, uh, Oregon. You know, uh, you know, played for us last year. Jack Camper, who's committed to Michigan State, played for us last year. And then we have a kid named Dante Sprocco, um, who uh, is committed to the University of Colorado. So, you know, those three guys at tight end, H-back, you know, provide depth. And you'll see them on both sides of the football. But, you know, big, long athletes um, who are physical and uh, catch the ball well. So that's, you know, always an advantage when you've got guys that, you know, that can play that hybrid position. Um, you know, at wide receiver on the outside, you know, you've got, you know, four guys that, uh, really five guys that have played a lot of varsity football, uh, Jamon Asbon, um, Brian Hightower is outside, really true outside receivers, um, KJ Hamler, uh, Manny Green, you know, two inside slots. And then we have again, Zach's brother, Brock Angstead, um, uh, who's from Minnesota as well, uh, can play inside. And, and then there's a host of other guys that, you know, uh, Elias Lugo, Jalen Jordan, um, Will Huggins, Nick DiPino, uh, Riker, Brad Zero. There, there's a bunch of other guys that are right there and, you know, just kind of looking to break through. So, you know, we throw, you know, we're, we're pretty good balance on, on offense. And, you know, if you're going to throw the ball a lot, you need to have a, a good group of receivers. And I think we got a good group of receivers and, you know, a good mix of uh, older guys and younger guys. But I think, you know, really when you talk about the strength of, of the team, you know, you look at the offensive line and the fact that we've got four guys uh, that are back from last year that started, and um, that's that's really where we started with this year. You know, and, and uh, our, our motto is lead from the front, and it starts with Robert Hainsey, you know, senior who started for us last year, who's committed to Notre Dame at tackle, um, and, and Cesar Ruiz, who's a, a center uh, for us, who uh, is uncommitted, but is you know ranked as as uh, as one of the top centers in the country. Those two kids were leaders for us last year, along with uh, Curtis Dunlap, who's a 2018 kid, mm-hmm. one of the you know better kids in that class at offensive guard, and and uh, Brock Bando, who's committed to Nebraska, who played for us last year as well. You know, so you know you look at those guys. Um, you look at other you know you got some other guys that you know that that uh, Robert Conjol, who plays offensive guard, who'll be a senior. Uh, Evan Neal, who's a sophomore, um, you know, one of the top-rated offensive linemen in that class, big six-eight sophomore. Ruben Unigi, uh, who's a, who uh, will be a junior, and uh, AJ Reed, who will be a junior. So you've got, you know, you've got really good depth. Um, EJ Nadamar Ogar, um, who's a sophomore. Um, so I think you know, you got good depth up front. It gives you a chance, and um, you know, so you know, that that's a you know pretty uh, a pretty strong group and. You know, you throw in, um, you know, our, our specialists, you know, um, you know, with, you know, uh, Fletcher and Cooper Graham. And, um, you know, you got, you got the top snapper, long snapper who's going to Alabama. Um, 
and, and Fletcher, and then you know Cooper is you know one of the better kickers in the country too. So um, you know we we've got a good group. We got to keep them healthy. We got to keep improving on a daily basis. But it's been a good group to work through, uh, work with all through the spring. Talking IMG football tonight, and let's dive into that schedule, Coach. Um, you know, you, you open up, uh, well, you have your, your exhibition game there, Carroll City, but then uh, nationally ranked Grayson, uh, the s- season opener. You come out here. I got you involved with the Honor Bowl. You're going to play on Corona Centennial. Yep. Take them on. They're good. Uh, let's see, who else is nationally ranked on that list there? St. John's is nationally ranked. We have them 39 in our ranking. Uh, Trinity Christian Academy, and you got some other good teams in there. I, I, what did I count? Six or seven states you're going to in D.C., so... It's a little crazy uh, as far as the states you're going to face, but uh, how easy or hard was it to put together a schedule this year? You know, it, it was, uh, you know, actually it, this year was easier than last year. And, um, you know, and the reality is, you know, we're playing a 13-game schedule over 14 weeks, you know, and, you know, that was our goal, you know, a couple years ago is, you know, we wanted to, you know, to be able to, to put that type of schedule together for our kids for our program, you know, we wanted to have the ability to, you know, really simulate, you know, what a college schedule would, would be like in regards to travel and, and, the, and the different type of opponents you're going to see, you know, uh, week in and week out. And um, yeah, I mean, y- y- you talk about, you know, Carroll City as a uh, as a as a kickoff classic opponent. I mean, they're you know ranked in the top 50 in a lot of polls nationally. Very very talented football team. And then, yeah, yeah, we're going to go up into Atlanta and play Grayson. Um, you know, who's, you know, phenomenally, uh, you know, I think they, they have as many, many highly rated guys as what we do. Um, and then, you know, I know that Corona Centennial, um, you know, just is loaded as well. And, um, you know, coach does an unbelievable job out there with, with that program and, and one of the top programs. And, you know, I mean, just down the line, I mean, you mentioned, you know, St. John's who, who beat us our second year as a program, you know, we play St. John's, you know, we, we, we play um, Long Beach Poly, Trinity Christian, who I think has won the state three times in a row here in Florida and is loaded. So there's really no off weeks, and I think the total travel is something like 10,000 miles. And, you know, we play all time zones, and, you know, so I don't think any other high school team is, and we talked about this, I don't think ever any other high school team has ever faced a more challenging schedule, you know, on a, on a lot of levels. You know, from playing, you know, 13 games like that to the travel to the, uh, you know, to the types of opponents we're playing. You know, Southern Lab, we didn't mention Southern Lab was state champs in Louisiana and, you know, and um, so on and so forth. So, you know, just a tremendous uh, schedule all the way across the board. There's no off weeks and, you know, it's going to be something that... uh, you know, it's going to be quite a journey, no, no doubt about it. Yeah, strength of schedule in our algorithm uh, definitely coming to the forefront for you guys to get you to number two. Uh, Kevin Wright is on the line here, going to wrap things up with a couple of uh, quick questions. And I know uh, we've talked about this before. Last year you discussed, you know, when it came to scheduling, you know, maybe a super conference with the privates and all that. I know you don't duck anything, and I know you read stuff. You know, in Texas, the Coaches Association says, we're not going to play you guys and all that. Um, what's your reaction when you, you read this? Not directly to them, but when you hear and read some of the stuff that's that's being said about the program do you have any kind of a you know top of the head reaction to it well i mean uh, yeah i mean everybody has some type of reaction i, I think that you know when when really you, you read things from certain parts of the country you know i think that a lot of times those are kind of those are comments from people that um i think are really a little bit of a sheltered life you know so you know, when i say that you know we're we're a private school um you know some of the comments that 
you know, that come out, you know, are, are really, you know, from public school coaches for the most part. And, you know, I don't know that, you know, it's, it's fair all the time because I don't know that they, they truly understand, you know, who we are or what our kids do, you know, the process. And, you know, uh, everybody assumes certain things. And, you know, those things aren't always correct. So, you know, I've been blessed, you know, in my coaching career to coach at, you know, public school for a long time. I've coached at, you know, at private schools, and I've also coached it in Division One. So I see that, you know, how people would have different opinions. But, you know, the reality is that, you know, what's, you know, we're really kind of on the front end in football of what's been going on in basketball, you know, for years now in regards to schools like, you know, I, I, don't, I hate to compare, but, you know, you got Finley Prep and Oak Hill Academy and Mount Verde, and, you know, uh, mm-hmm. there's actually, you know, there's a national tournament. The Dick Sporting Goods, you know, uh, has a national tournament, you know, um, which goes over and above state championships. So, you know, I, I don't know if it's if it's all right, wrong. I, I can't really tell you. I know it's been, you know, having been involved in seven different state championship games myself, I know that's pretty special, but, I also know what, you know, what we're doing and, and the opportunities that we're giving our kids, you know, from a national standpoint, that's pretty special too. So, you know, we're an option, you know, I don't expect everybody to, you know, to, to, to love us, you know, um, like I tell our kids, if, if we weren't successful, nobody care, you know? Uh, so, you know, uh, but I do, you know, have great respect for, you know, all the coaches that, you know, the programs that we played, you know, the last couple of years, we played last year especially, and, and uh, you know, and, and the coaches that, you know, the schools were playing this year. I mean, we're we're playing great programs with, you know, with, with really good coaching staffs. And, um, you know, I always thought, you know, even when I was coaching in Indiana, we'd always try and find schools, you know, that we could play from outside the state because we thought that was going to make us a better program. And so, you know, the better teams we can play – you know, the better that's going to make us. And I, and I think there's a, you know, a group of schools out there that like us have trouble finding games, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, you know, so I think that ultimately, you know, we're not that different from a lot of schools, um, you know, in regards to, you know, have trouble finding games because, you know, they've been successful. So, you know, we're just the new kids on the block. But, uh, you know, it's fine. I mean, like I said, we're just an option for kids and, and uh but it's something that, you know, we're, we're excited about our kids. We're excited about, you know, our, our staff. And, and really, you know, I think what we ask our kids to do on a daily basis, you know, is second to none, you know, in regards to the regiment and what they're asked to give up. And, um, you know, when kids leave our program, you know, whether, you know, they're going to Ohio State or Notre Dame like last year or they're going to West Point like last year or Brown, when they walk on a college campus, you know, they're ready. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, you know, that's one of the things that uh, that we preach. And, um, you know, and, and the other thing is that, you know, uh, it, it's it's not what you think in regards to, you know, we don't have we don't have as much of an ego problem as a lot of places I've seen been around. I mean, you know, our, our kids get checked every day and practiced by the guy across from them. So, you know, there's a lot of humbling that goes on on a daily basis at our place. And I think eventually, you know, that's something that makes you, you know, stronger as a person and, you know, really helps your, your, our kids' personal growth as they develop as young men. 
And I, you know, to the listeners, I respect Kevin because whatever question over the three or four times he's been on the show that I've tossed to him, he's never ducked one. And that's you, you, you answer it honestly. And that's what I love about you. And I, that probably is a good segue to the last question because it's probably a bloodline thing. You've got a father, Larry Bud Wright, uh, there at Sheridan, tiny Sheridan, Indiana, four wins away from 400. There's only uh, coming into this season, only 17 in that very exclusive club. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, your excitement for dad I know you were hoping going into last year you get to it but what do you think this year is he going to get to four zero zero you know I I, I I I believe that he will I mean you know I you know it's funny because the guys won I don't know 11 state championships and um, so when you think about it I told him the other day I mean you only got to go four and six you know so that's that's you know that, that that's a bad year you know I mean you just got to go for it you know, usually they talk about firing you, you know, if you went four and six. So you just got to go four and six. So no pressure on you there. I mean, you know, you know, normally if you didn't win the state championship where, you know, at Sheridan High School, you know, that, uh, you know, it's considered, uh, you know, a bad year. I mean, and, and so, you know, I, it's been just an unbelievable run for him. And, um, you know, the number of, of, of families he's impacted in the generations, as you mentioned, you know, Sheridan, you know, there's nothing special about Sheridan in regards to, you know, it's just a little small town of 300 and, uh, or excuse me, the, the town is about 2,100. The school is 330, and that's the high school he went to, and it's the same size it was in 1958. You know, and um, you know, so it's uh, it's an amazing opportunity, amazing feat. Yeah, I think he will win four games this year. Um, if not, I think my sister, who's the assistant AD, may have to fire him. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> If he can't get it done, she may be, you know, she may be looking for somebody else. But, um, you know, it's definitely a family affair up there. And, um, you know, I, that's a little bit you miss being down in Florida, you know, not getting to see that or not being able to be a part of that. But, uh, you know, I am very proud of him. And, you know, and um, I hope that uh, when he gets it, you know, I'll be there in spirit. And uh, when it's all said and done, he can come down here in January because the sun's still shining in Florida, and I know it's going to be snowing in the Midwest. So we will celebrate in January. Well, I've had the pleasure of being in Sheridan. I love tiny towns, as I've told you on the air before. It was it was a lot of fun to meet your father and all that. So the, the last question I have, you said you're going to be there in spirit. Do, do, do you know what you're going to say to Dad when he when he gets that? Because he's going to get it. We know that. Have you, have you planned anything, yeah. or is it just going to be, hey, off the top? I know exactly what I'm going to say. Um, you know, I'm going to say, Dad, I love you, and thanks for everything. I Not mean, bad. it's that simple. Yeah, that's good. That's special. I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, I wish my mom could be here, you know, or could be part of it. You know, she passed away in, in 2003, so that's been kind of a long, you know, tough part of the, 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 the last few years of his journey because she was a huge part of the beginning, you know, uh, of it. But, uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, that's what we tell our kids, you know, you know, football is a, is just an extension. If you're a football team, really, you should be in a, a true family extension. And, you know, and, and we're not afraid to tell our kids that we love them and they're not afraid to hug us and tell them that, tell us that we love, that they love us. And that's kind of how, you know, where I got it from is just growing up in that household and, and, and uh, being a part of, uh, you know, five kids that my mom and dad raised on a little small farm in uh, Sheridan, Indiana. So excited for him and, yeah, I mean, there is a little pressure. Like I said, my sister's pushing him. I think she's telling him, this is it. So, you know. That's too but, funny. Uh, yeah. Well, he's running, out, he's running out of grandkids. Mine, you know, mine are still a little young. Uh, I, I'd have to be built back up there. But he's running out of grandkids. 
So you better, you better knock it out this year. All right. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for coming on and sharing about uh, what you guys have on the field and talking about that. It's always, it always puts a smile on my face because he really, truly was one of the cool guys I've met along the way through doing this for 40 years. So thank you, and thanks for sharing uh, the inside look at IMG and look to uh, see you when you come out here to Southern California to, to play a couple of times this year. Have a great 2016. Very good. Thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. All right. One more stop on the big three coaches in the country coming into 2016. When we come back, we're heading to the Lone Star State. Joey McGuire, one of the best that Texas has to offer. Cedar Hill, number three in the High School Football America. Top 25 preseason poll talking Longhorn football. When we come back, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. 
Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USAtodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Once again this year, USA Today High School Sports and High School Football America teaming up to give you great national coverage and coverage from out here in Southern California. Learn more by going to usatodayhss.com. Well, all night long on the show tonight, we're talking about the uh, the top teams in the nation as we released on Monday our uh, preseason top 50. I uh, just spoke with Jason Negro, the top team in the country from uh, St. John Bosco in Southern California now going to the state of Texas. Six teams from the Lone Star State in the top 25 to begin the year and none higher than the number three team in our poll, Cedar Hill. And they've been doing it uh, for a long time under head coach Joey McGuire, who took over as the head man there in 2003. Three state titles along the way for the Longhorns, two in the last three years, a pretty spiffy record of 130 wins and 39 defeats. And he's on the line to talk about what uh, everybody is saying is Coach McGuire's best team ever. Look out, Texas. Right, Coach? Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate appreciate you having me on. We got a chance to be pretty special. Uh, we're really excited about this group. So um, we'll see at the end of it if they're – if uh, we were – in 2006, we were 16-0. So if we can get there, then we – they can be the best. Nothing wrong with perfection. Well, Coach, before we dive into all the talent you have on this team, let's dial it back to the end of last year, which is probably not something you want to do, but I think it's a good place to start. You guys, great 9-1 and regular season into the 6A playoffs and a heartbreaking loss to a very good South Lake Carroll team in the first round. How are you using what happened last year at the end to motivate this team that, like I said, you and you believe is, is a pretty darn good team? What are you using as kind of the mantra in camp right now? Well, it, it all starts, um, you know, after we got beat, uh, the Dallas Morning News, which is the 
you know, biggest paper in the Metroplex. Um, they had uh, reclaimed, they, they had uh, dethroned, um, and it's a big picture of South Lake beating us. And, and so our, our deal uh, really has become reclaimed throne. Uh, we're playing with our chi- a chip on our shoulder. Um, I know that a lot of people are, you know, thinking, well, you'd be an underdog or something like that. But, you know, after last year uh, getting beaten that first round at South Lake, um, our kids feel like they have something to prove, you know. And this is a really, really good senior class, and they want to make sure that they're doing the right thing and they're remembered for the right thing. Talking with Joey McGuire tonight on High School Football America, Cedar Hill number three in High School Football America's preseason ranking, uh, number five according to Max Preps. And uh, you know, I know in uh, in uh, Mitch Stevens' preview of you guys, he was talking about the seniors you have, fifty-eight, ten Division One scholarships. Let's kind of you know break it down and, and go offense, defense, or however you want. If you want to go defense first, but I know on offense you've got a pretty darn good quarterback that uh, you expect a lot of things out of a Notre Dame commit and Avery Davis. So why don't we start with him and. We'll, we'll take it from there and some of the other kids. Well, you, you, you're, you're right, man. you got to start with him. He's our team leader. Uh, you know, he's been phenomenal for us. Um, he, will, uh, he will have played. Uh, this will be his third year on varsity. You know, he was part of the state championship team whenever he was a sophomore. Came into the state game against Katie and played really well. But, you know, Notre Dame commit. Uh, he's a true dual-threat quarterback. I mean, he's got legit track speed. Um, he's been as clocked as low as a four five one on a laser time. So, um, he, you know, he can really run, but man, he can throw the football. He's got a great arm. I um, mean, if you're going to Notre Dame, obviously you're pretty dang smart. Uh, he, he's a really smart kid. Um, and, and he's our, he's our leader. I mean, he, it's kind of one of those deals. I know it's a lot of pressure on him, uh, but you know, how he goes is how we're going to go. And, and the thing about, uh, Avery is he really loves that pressure, so um, he, he's ready for it. Talking with Joey McGuire tonight in High School Football America, Cedar Hill, the Longhorns. And before we get to some of the other kids on offense by name, um, I think you've got 10 back, 10 starters back on offense. And the question to that is, uh, because you do have so much you know, talent there on offense, what are you doing to, to, in camp to make sure that these kids don't just kind of you know, mail it in, that they know that, yeah, there's a lot of talent, but we've got to actually you know, come together here. Is, is there any magic to that, or do, are you talking to the kids about that? Well, you know, the big thing, I mean, everything, I always, I always look and talk to people about it. Cedar Hill, uh, you're living up to the expectations of the 2006, 12, 13, and 14 teams at one state. And so, um, you know, if you get a big head or feel good about it, I always remind them, you know, the guys that came before you are the ones that, uh, are the reason that you're wearing Under Armour and that you're playing in the best equipment and stuff like that. It's really not, necessarily what you've done so it's really easy for them to to uh you know get their minds back right to where they need to be and and the other thing i'm, I'm gonna tell you i mean we're sitting there at 91 coming to the playoffs and lost two of our last three games against mansfield a really good mansfield team and south lake carroll and i mean they're they're i don't want to say embarrassed but they're really hungry i mean that's not what we expected uh you know the expectations are playing to play deep into the playoffs expectations to practice on Thanksgiving Day, and that didn't happen last year. So it's really easy to regather and refocus those guys. 
Talking Cedar Hill football tonight on the show. Uh, we talked about Avery Davis, your quarterback, the trigger man. A couple of pretty good guys to toss the ball to in, in uh, Charleston Rambo and, and Cameron Buckley. Uh, tell us a little bit about their skill level and, and how good they are. Well, I feel like with those two guys, um, and when you see one, you see the other, um, I feel like I've got the best tandem in the nation with uh, Buckley going to Texas A&M and, and uh, Rambo going to OU. Um, they're both uh, complement each other. Uh, they both can play inside and outside. We like playing Buckley more outside at outside receiver. Rambo, uh, he'll play a little bit more inside receiver than than uh, what Buckley will, but two guys that are natural ball catchers. They're very explosive. They're long. They're both uh, 6'2", uh, maybe a little bit taller, and they have, you know, they, they just have great instincts of getting open. Uh, they spend a lot of time with Avery. They're, they're all, that's one thing, having that many seniors and being around each other, they're really, really close. And uh, so they spend a lot of time with each other throwing. Uh, in fact, uh, I just walked out on the football field to uh, find uh, Avery because I know he was up here and, and, you know, they're out there throwing right now. So that's kind of the chemistry that they bring with each other. Yeah, that's not resting on any laurels when you see that. That's a good thing that you like to see as a coach. We're talking to Joey McGuire tonight, Cedar Hill uh, in Texas uh, in the Metroplex there, and, and number three in our preseason poll, uh, going to be ranked high in all the polls that come out, including USA Today Super 25 uh, by Jim Halley coming out shortly. Uh, coach, we're, we're going to get to your running game in a second here, but you know we're, we're talking a lot of you know uh, skill position. You guys have some talent up front, and really that's where it begins. So let's get those kids in there by name that, uh, that uh, hopefully will do a great job for you this year well you said it i i always tell everybody and we talk about it all the time is that you know any great team that we've had we've been led up front on the offense and defensive side of the ball uh so at right tackle uh you have parker cup he played tight end and is drawn into a tackle for us last year uh at right guard you have dylan taylor who started for us last year our center is uh, zion bird we call him mount zion he He's 6'4", 320 pounds. He's just a mountain of a man. And and at uh, left guard, uh, you've got Dwight Brown and then uh, Donovan Runnels, who's going to be a three-year letterman on varsity. So you got a lot of experience. And then you got two other kids, Brian Martin, who plays guard, and Herbert Flowers, who plays tackle, you know, that really are in the mix for um, playing a lot. I mean, I feel really good that we have seven guys that can play on the offensive line and when you have that, man, that's a lot of depth um, in high school football. Yeah, let's talk about about the balance between the run and the pass. You've got a pretty good one coming back there, running back. Let's let's talk about him a little bit. Well, I tell you, we the, the good thing uh, our running backs they play running back and they play slot. So formation wise, we can be an empty. We can go one back, two back, uh, three back with the guys that we have on the field that having having to substitute. Um, you know, it starts Kagan Williams. Uh, he plays uh, running back and slot. Had a great year for us last year. He got a number of offers. Uh, Cal Berkeley is in the lead right now for uh, where he's going to go to college. And then Marquise Foreman, who played a bunch. He plays more running back than slot, but can do both. Had a great year for us last year. Those are our two seniors. And then we have two young guys, Josh Fleeks and Cameron Fleming, who both have multiple offers to Division One schools. And uh, I expect to see, you know, all four of them on the field playing slot and running back. 
Talking to Joey McGuire tonight on High School Football America, brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Uh, talking about the 2016 version of the Longhorns, and uh, don't want to steal the coach speak here, but uh, championships uh, aren't won without good defenses. So let's not let those guys out of the mix here. Tell us a little bit about the leaders on D. Well, it, it starts with our uh, outside linebacker, uh, Dimitri Moore. Um, he's got 20 plus offers. Uh, He's going to be a three-year, two-year starter on varsity, but a three-year letterman. A big kid, 6'3", 205 pounds, really, really smart football player. Um, his family as a whole has been, have been, I've coached three Moors. Uh, Herman, uh, who went, uh, we went four rounds deep with him. Uh, Richard Moore, who started last year at A&M as a freshman at linebacker and won a couple state championships, and now Dimitri and, you know, he's a really tough kid, um, and and he's our leader. He's our vocal leader, and, and this is a real physical kid. Um, the other linebacker, we've got three linebackers coming back out of our four. We're in a 3-4 defense. Greg Jackson and then uh, Devin Rader, both of those guys. Uh, that's the, the D-line and our linebacking core are the two strengths of our defense. Uh, Secondary is really inexperienced. We've got a really good group back there, but they're inexperienced. The the D line and the the linebackers. We've got that's where the six returning starters out of the seven are coming back. Good defense, and you'll need it against a very tough schedule, and that's the transition. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> well, and, and 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 again, I know you know coach speak is one at a time, but uh, if even if you're doing that, the one at a time begins with a team called Bishop Gorman out of Nevada that's coming there nationally televised. I I, I imagine the community is a little bit pumped up about this one, coach. <laughs> What's the feeling right well, now at the beginning of the month? <laughs> man, we're really excited because we're going to get to play it at home. You know, it started out to possibly be it. Cowboy Stadium or be at uh, the Star, but as those were taken up uh, and it ended up becoming a single game um, instead of a double header, uh, they were talking about high school stadiums. And, you know, my big deal was if we're going to play in a high school stadium, let's play at Cedar Hill. So we're going to have about 10,000 people here in Cedar Hill, and, and um, the community is really excited. It's going to be a phenomenal deal. And, and, and Coach, you know, again, I know, you know, us national media outlets, we love, you know, putting rankings out there. I look at them as fun. It causes conversation. You know, some people get mad. i got to have big shoulders. But, you know, as I said at the top, we have six teams from Texas in the uh, – you know, in the top 25 to start the season. I, I, is it my imagination, or is this one of the better better seasons around as far as balance in the Metroplex and around the state of Texas in the big classification? Well, you know, you, know, you, you said it perfectly. There's a, there's a lot of really good football teams. Um, you know, our, our first five games are unreal. You know, our first two district games are with DeSoto and Duncanville, and, and they're going to have just as many – Division one guys in talent is Bishop Gorman and, and Mansfield and, um, you know, Mesquite Horn. I mean, it's just one of those deals in the Metroplex. I always tell everybody, you know, anywhere in the nation, they, they play great football. Everybody does. And, and, you know, we take great pride in the state of Texas. Of course, of, we always say we got the best football. The one thing that I always tell everybody is can the best teams come into the state of Texas and play the schedule that we're going to play mm-hmm. week in and week out? go 16 weeks to win a state championship and still be as good as what everybody says they are. Um, the depth in the state of Texas, and of course, you know, I'm biased, but the quality of coaching in the state of Texas, is that's where I think you get uh, 
where people saying the the best football's played in Texas. I mean, it's just it's tough. You come in the Metroplex, and there's probably five or six teams that can win a state championship. In, you know, in in out of our region. I mean, not in not in the state, but just out of our region that we play in. And uh, and we're going to be playing some of those guys week in and week out. Yeah, it's like a good friend of yours and mine, uh, Coach Mark Ball, former uh, LISD there in Lubbock, uh, athletic director. He's taught me a lot, and he said, Jeff, it's a whole different ball game when it comes to Texas and high school football. Coach, let's wrap up with one thing here about uh, the season. Obviously, you've got the talent back. You've got the schedule to compete for a national championship. But, you know, at the end of the day, you still got to do things here in camp. What are the things you want to see happen over the next couple of weeks that let you know that this team is ready to meet the challenge ahead of them? Well, you know, I always tell, I've told every team since 06, our best team record-wise, of course, was in 2006. We've had other state champions, but they were phenomenal practice players. I mean, they, that was something, you know, you never had to coach effort. You never had to, they kind of policed themselves. And the 2006 team, so I always talk to these guys about being a great practice team that, that we come out every single day and we're ready to go with that. And I think that's what we're going to really push. We're going to be in great shape for that uh, August 27th game. It's going to be hot. It's going to be really humid. Um, you know, everybody talks about the heat in uh, y'all's area and different areas in, in Nevada, but you don't have the humidity that that we do. So I think us being in great shape is going to help us on the 27th. But I really want them to become a great practice team. If we do that, then we're going to – we got a chance to be really special. Coach, well, we appreciate you joining us on the show tonight. Uh, continued success there. You've done a wonderful job, uh, you know, helping kids get to the next level and uh, uh, hoping that uh, 2016 is everything you and your team uh, hope for. So appreciate you joining us on the show tonight. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Love Great. what you do. Thank you very much. Joey McGuire taking a break. Coming back with more. You're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. 
The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out usatodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. All right, Jeff Fisher back on High School Football America. What a great show tonight. On Monday, we released our preseason top 25, actually 50 when you count the other 25 that was released on um, on Tuesday. And we've had the top three coaches in the poll on the show tonight. Jason Negro from St. John Bosco in California. Number two, uh, IMG's Kevin Wright in Bradenton, Florida joined us. And then just a few moments ago, we had Joey McGuire from number three, Cedar Hill. We did the uh, top 25 at the beginning of the show. 
And as we've been doing now for two straight years, we have the other 25. That's what we call it. That's 26 through number 50. And I uh, thought we'd go through these uh, these teams right now before we wrap things up here on a very special uh, two-hour edition of High School Football America to uh, celebrate the top 50 teams in the country. Again, uh, we are releasing throughout the day uh, the rest of our regional rankings. We have seven regions. We're also doing Southern California and the state of California, the top 25 teams there. We will be expanding this each and every year. I know ratings are something that people love to uh, to check out. We're trying to do it uh, the best we can. Our proprietary algorithm has... Um, Worked pretty darn well, and we just appreciate everybody uh, enjoying what rankings are. They they create excitement and conversation. They're not meant to hurt anybody. They're just a whole lot of fun. And uh, quite honestly, I've uh, you know on Twitter, which you can follow us by the way at HSFB America, uh, only had one person, <laughs> and maybe I'm jinxing myself here, but only had one person kind of pipe up about uh, what it is we do. And again, uh, you know, all of the people out there from uh, you know Jim Halley, who's been doing the uh, USA Today Super Twenty Five. Years and when Jim releases his poll, we'll have him on the show coming up. Uh, the guys at Max Preps, uh, you know, again, we're here trying to promote the kids. It's it's not meant to hurt anybody, and uh, you don't lose your mind over uh, the, the latest rankings. By the way, we are the first to put out the rankings uh, during the regular season. Uh, we do always do that on Sunday, and and something different this year. And I mentioned this at the top. Uh, in years past, over the last three years, using the algorithm, we did put some opinion in our preseason poll. This year, we just stuck strictly with the algorithm. So what you see is what you get. And uh, unlike the last couple of years where we waited until uh, all the games were played through Labor Day before putting out our first in-season poll, this year we're going to do it right from the start. Um, it's just something now that the, the, the computer is kind of doing things the right way, the way we like it. We think it'll give everybody a great look at uh, what's going on around the nation right from uh, the very start of the season. And again, uh, things kick off in Hawaii for real uh, Friday night, tomorrow night, and then uh, Hawaii next week. Okay, let's go through the other 25. Uh, uh, Two-time defending Ohio Division One champ St. Edward just on that bubble there. Uh, they're ranked number 26th in the nation, and uh, right behind them, we talked about Corona Centennial, a team that's always in the hunt. Uh, lost a lot of talent, but they also reload. They've got some good talent coming back there. Matt Logan, one of the great coaches in the country. Huskies ranked uh, number uh, 27 to start. They've got Chandler, the Arizona power, at the start. Then they have IMG. The Huskies can move very quickly, very high, very fast with a couple of wins in those opening games. From Oklahoma, we have uh, the Jenks Trojans, Alan Trimble uh, back. Of course, we wish him nothing but uh, success with his health challenges being diagnosed with ALS. The Trojans ranked number 28 out of Oklahoma. 29, the two-time Ohio Division II champs, LaSalle, the Lancers, coming in at 29. Uh, we've mentioned how good the uh, Washington Catholic Athletic Conference is. We did that at the top. Four teams from the conference ranked in the top 50. Um, DeMatha uh, and uh, Good Counsel ranked in the top 25. The first uh, WCAC team in the uh, the other 25, Gonzaga, the Eagles from D.C. coming in at number 30. De La Salle, hard to believe that uh, the Spartans are outside the uh, top 25, but uh, not a lot of talent coming back, but trust me, they're going to be okay. and <laughs> Probably not too long before you see De La Salle hop 
back into the uh, the top 25. American Heritage from Plantation, Florida is ranked number 32. Mill Creek, the Hawks from Georgia, number 33. St. Joseph's Prep, the Hawks, back-to-back -back Hawks there at 33 and 34. St. Joseph's Prep from Philadelphia, Ranked number 34, Trinity, the Shamrocks from Kentucky, probably the top team in Kentucky this year. Uh, ranked number 35, number 36 out of northern New Jersey, Bergen Catholic, the Crusaders. Number 37, Booker T. Washington, looking for another state championship in the state of Florida. Best team in Mississippi comes in at number 38 in our preseason top 50, the Clinton Arrows from uh, Mississippi. Number 39, St. John's College High School, the Cadets out of Washington, D.C., part of that very strong W. WCAC uh, conference. Number 40, Euless Trinity, the Trojans out of Texas. Number 41, the second team from Indiana, Warren Central, the Warriors. Number 42, DeSoto, the Eagles, the defending national champs, mythical national champs. Colquitt County, the Packers coming in at 43. Cast Tech, the Technicians from Michigan. Number 44, number 45, Fayetteville, the Bulldogs from Arkansas. Number 46, Brentwood Academy Eagles from Tennessee. Number 47, Armwood, the Hawks from Florida. 48, South Lake Carroll, the Dragons from Texas. 49, the second team from Oklahoma, the Union Redskins, always battling Jenks for uh, supremacy there in the state. And rounding out the top 50, Archbishop Hoban out of Ohio, defending Division Three champs. So here's the final tally for the top 50. Texas with nine teams, Florida with seven, California, Georgia, and Ohio, four teams each. And it's going to be fun this year. We've got a lot of good matchups within the top 50 to start, so we're probably going to see a lot of shake, rattle, and rolling uh, once things get underway. And uh, we'll be releasing our new poll Every Sunday, yep, first out of the box, every Sunday, uh, usually around um, 3 o'clock Pacific time. It takes us a while to get all the, the information inputted from the games from the weekend, but uh, just so excited. want to thank all of our partners, including Crossover Intelligence, which is the presenter of this year's Top 25. Get your game film broken down. You don't have to worry about tagging stuff. Crossover does it great for you. And you can learn more by going to crossoverwithak.com forward slash football for a free demo. You can also click on our banner ad that we have for them on our website at highschoolfootballamerica.com. It will take you right to the form to get your free demo. Also brought to you by Echo, Echo 1612. Instant replay on your sidelines. A lot of state champs last year used Echo, and this year they're uh, teamed up with Exos. They're on the collegiate level. These are the guys that created Instant Replay, and they are awesome. So make sure you check them out at Echo 1612 or by going to our uh, our banner ad on our website and clicking right through to them. Also brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Go to usatodayhss.com. Don't forget Jim Halley's Super 25 coming out later this month. We'll have that for you on the website. Also brought to you by ScoreStream. Score along when you go to your favorite team's game. All you have to do is get the app downloaded in uh, Google Play or iTunes Store, and uh, you can learn more at scorestream.com. They also bring you all the scores that we have throughout the uh, the season, and uh, you can start checking out the Hawaii scores on Friday night as everything gets rocking and rolling uh, off the mainland. Uh, Hawaii and Alaska always first to the party and brought to you by the TDI Razor. It gives you that great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. 
and keeps you from getting those pesky rubber pellets from field turf in your shoes. The spats come in nearly 20 colors, $19.95. All you have to do is go onto the website at tdirazor.com. I think I said $19.95. It's $19.99. You can get a discount, though, by going and using the code HSFA when you order at tdirazor.com. T-D-I-Razor, R-A-Z-U-R. Dot com. Well, that's going to do it. I want to thank our guests again, Jason Negro, uh, Kevin Wright, and Joey McGuire. Boy, it's been a lot of fun, and boy, hopefully we dropped a lot of uh, preseason high school football knowledge on you as it relates to who's going to be in the hunt for the national championship. Again, if you missed any of the rankings, they're all listed for you at highschoolfootballamerica.com. When we're not on the air, you can follow along with all that's going on throughout the country by following us on Twitter at HSFBAmerica and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash highschoolfootballamerica. Don't forget also to check out the turnaround. Inside look at Texas football through the eyes of Jason Strunk, the head coach at Lubbock High School. They have had only one playoff appearance in 40 years, but and Jason got it in, in year number two, and he is trying to turn around one of the programs that struggled mightily, and he's doing great things. The numbers are up tremendously. He was on the show a couple of weeks ago, but it's a great blog. It is America's best blog written by a high school football coach who's not afraid to speak his mind thanking you for all tuning in each and every week if you missed any of the show it is in our archives at highschoolfootballamerica.com for now this is jeff fisher saying good night and good sports from sunny southern california you've been listening to high school football america